Yo, what up guys and gals, it's your boy Zay, representing the culture of dad, back again with an episode of the Cult of Dad podcast, this is episode number 9, today we're going to be getting into the topic of perfectionism, and my own personal issues, beefs and qualms with that, really the bottom line, I'm kind of curious to wonder, what is perfection, what is it to y'all, what is it to myself? So, as we, as I explore this idea within this podcast, I hope you come along for the ride. You definitely feel free to hit me back with some feedback, some comments, your thoughts and input, as it's always more than welcome. Now, a quick disclaimer, as usual, although this is a fatherhood platform where we discuss daddy issues, family issues, and the like, this content is for mature audiences. Here we have real talk from and repping a dad's perspectives. Audience discretion is completely advised. Thanks. So let's get right into it. Today we're talking perfectionism and all of the goods, the bads, the ins and outs and whatever else that may entail as we try to incorporate this idea of being perfectionist in our own lives. So where where I personally would like to start off is just exploring the question of what is perfect, like in actuality. When I think about it and... I've been known to say this for quite a while. Um, In my youth, there was times where I felt the need that I had to be quote-unquote perfect. But it's such an intangible concept when you really think about it. What the heck does it mean to be perfect? What is perfect? Like When you really start to dig deep, I've come to the realization that perfect is not real. There is no perfect. It's just another subjective concept, right? It's just another perspective point of view. Like what's perfect for somebody may not be perfect for another. Is there some overarching definition of perfectionism that fits into every scenario, every type of situation? I mean, I don't necessarily think so. Uh, The way one person may act as I'm acting in a way that is perfect for this particular scenario outcome, like I said before, is not necessarily perfect for everybody else revolving around that situation. Um, I know as I go in my day-to-day life, say when I used to work, when I used to manage a small business, uh, perfect in that particular environment would be me kind of humbling myself and being whatever the customer needed and doing whatever I had to do to massage certain situations, finesse certain things, conjole people into working together. And when I was in the zone, I was pretty damn perfect at my job in the sense that I was getting everything done in some sort of efficient manner. But at the same time, in that particular situation, to say I was perfect in my job was not necessarily the perfect scenario for me. For me, the idea of 
humbling myself and placating myself to others who oftentimes may not have deserved it or who may not have been treating me or treating any of my treating my co-workers with respect for me to kind of placate myself and downplay that and just kind of be humiliated in a sense so I could be perfect at my job that was not a perfect situation for me that was not ideal and the perfect way I choose to express myself in reality so that mean the Zay at the at the place of business being perfect in that situation completely not perfect for the man who I am the Zay in my everyday day-to-day circumstances so when I when I look at it like that I have to wonder well then what exactly is this idea of perfect there's never a way that you could ever be perfect in all scenarios perfect for all different people perfect for all different ways of being so in that sense since perfect is such an obtuse kind of convoluted and subjective concept I don't think there's a reality of what it is there is no such thing as perfect perfect is just an ideal that we seem to strive for which tends to drive everybody crazy in the effort of striving towards it now if you look it up the actual defined definition of perfect is having all the required or desirable elements qualities or characteristics as good as it is possible to be absolute and complete so with these types of examples again it just comes back to it really being subjective and dependent upon whatever the particular scenario is in that sense I don't think there's really a way that you could ever be fully a hundred percent perfect in any particular way because if you are having all of the required desirable elements or qualities or characteristics as good as it's possible to be well to be as good as it possible is as it's possible to be in one scenario is never as good as it's possible to be in another scenario. If I am as intelligent and as intuitive and sharp-minded as it's possible to be in academia, chances are I am not perfect and severely lacking in athletics and in handling things of a more rugged and rural nature so I don't think there is a way to be perfect across the board but what I see in my life day to day every day is people trying to be perfect for everybody for all things for all scenarios and this idea of trying to be perfect in order to deem themselves worthy or deserving of something from someone else or from some external source to just leads us to a place of constantly chasing our tails, constantly trying to become more than what is, more than what we are, as though we are incomplete. And that is really sad. It's, pers- it's personally speaking heartbreaking, especially because I'm beginning to see those signs within my son. And that is where I have to take the step back and really explore this concept of perfectionism and how I might be at fault as far as projecting certain ideas into my own son and watching him start to grow into the point where he seems to be 
beating himself up or driving himself crazy in the pursuit of perfectionism. It's total bullshit. Now, getting back to this idea of perfectionism and the perfectionists and how that relates to my personal life, I constantly am judging myself when it comes to how good of a job I feel I'm doing as a father. I mean, I think everybody judges themselves when it comes to whatever you're doing. You're constantly kind of like, is there a way for me to do it better? Can I be more effective? Can I achieve my goals more efficiently? Whatever the case may be. Um, the case is no different when it comes to being a parent. You're, you're constantly like, you know, is there a way for me to be more loving or more understanding or more, you know, on top of my child as far as disciplining, disciplining them or guiding them or teaching them? Whatever it is you're trying to achieve with your child, whether it's making them the best that they can be, whether it's projecting your own goals, dreams, and ambitions through them, whatever the case may be, we're constantly in that state of looking at what we're doing and thinking about if there's a way to be better, how we can do, how we could go about doing that. So I think this is something that all parents can agree on. I've spoken with many, with many parents who have shared similar sentiments, even those who you might think are not necessarily conscious of the fact that, you know, they may be parenting or whatever the case may be. Um, even them, I mean, they're, everybody's always in a, in a state of continual evolution, whether they recognize it or not. So that said, I recognize that as much as myself as I try to pour into my son to help him be a better person and help him grow into a, the best man he can be. Um, I also project my own issues as far as, um, as far as just achieving success and uh, striving to become better. I project a lot of that into him where there may be things that he has no interest in, but you know, there are things that's needed to navigate society. Currently, we're, we're working on reading and math and writing and all those basic foundational fundamentals that a person needs to navigate these times, our cultures, etc. And so, you know, when it comes to the studies, when it comes to his reading time, his practice time, I'm on top of him. I can be a little bit of a disciplinarian. I call myself out on that. I try to check myself as best as possible because I'm... I'm realizing that there's a balance in that I don't want to be so far over the edge of strict, harsh disciplinarian that my son fears me or, you know, just has a complete negative experience. But at the same time, I don't want to be so lack in my, my responsibilities that he's not benefiting. He's not growing because nobody's actually pushing him or encouraging him to continue to do better. But I see with him this growing trend of beating himself up or being extra critical and extra harsh when it comes to certain things. And as a father, as a parent, somebody, you know, just a caring, empathetic person, you see anybody in that, in that type of state where they might be beating themselves up more harshly than, than needs be, naturally you're going to be like, you know, take it easy on yourself, damn, and there's going to be a little concern there. Well, that goes doubly, if not triply so, for 
your child or a loved one. Um, so I see this in my son, and I start to, I'm starting to recognize that he's picking up these ideas that he has to be perfect. Like if he gets homework from school and his, you know, I check it over and his answers may not be right and I make him go back and do it again, you know, he may start criticizing himself and, you know, talking negative about himself. And that's the complete opposite effect of what I want him to have. Like I want him to have that kind of stick to itiveness. I want him to have that kind of perseverance that okay this is hard but this is something I can try again this is definitely something I can learn this is definitely something I can do let me put a little effort a little, little more effort or a little more focus or whatever it needs to be let me practice a little bit more and I'll get it but I don't want him to get to the point where he's I hate myself I can't stand it I can never do anything right because that's when it becomes a problem but I noticed that that picks up a little bit with him and he gets really heartbreaking to see and it makes me wonder where does this come from and the more conversations the more I get to engage with the little man I notice he he's picking up his own ideas of having to be perfect not just for me because he has a world outside of daddy you know he goes to school he goes to after school he has all these different activities that he gets into what but he picks up these ideas that, you know, like if he's playing a game and he gets out or whatever the case may be, that, you know, he's beating himself up because he didn't do a better job. Or if he was, uh, you know, doing something at school and he got some answers wrong or he didn't get the highest score, he's like completely, well, just, he's completely shitting on himself, which is like, come on, you're like five and a half, about to be six. You're beating yourself up for way too much stuff at this point. And then at the same time, it's a really poor habit because, you know, it's stopping him from moving forward. And I see this with other people who have perfectionism within them. Um, I know some perfectionists who I've worked closely with and, you know, things have always got to be right. Things have always got to be precise and pinpoint and not knocking it. That's a great way to be. To be able to, you know, willing to push yourself to that point where you can, you want to maybe get your content or whatever you're creating, whatever you're working on, you want to get it as perfect as possible, as close to perfection as possible before you put it out there. You know, to put your best foot forward, That's those are great ambitions to have. But at the same time, when they act, when that ambition continually stops you, from making progress, from putting stuff out there, from getting things done, because you're so busy stuck in a, I have to polish it, I have to perfect it, I have to make it better, you'll never get anywhere. You know, that's when you get into these concepts of analysis paralysis. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this concept, but it's the concept where you just, you tend to overthink things and you tend to want to over perfect things. And the, and this piggybacks to what I was saying earlier in the podcast where I was just discussing the idea of whether perfect is even real. As a concept, I think it's a beautiful thing to to strive for because there's always room for growth. There's always ways you can improve. But when that concept, that ideal to shoot towards becomes the absolute necessity for you to be able to move forward, 
you'll never move forward because everything can always be stepped up another notch, polished to the next level. Um, you know, even when you have the most complete, well-rounded, whatever it is you might be creating a most complete situation at that point, all that means is that now there's room to grow, to go to the next level. If you don't stop, if you don't allow yourself to grow, to go to the next level and being back in that state of imperfection, you never go anywhere. Like if you're at level six and you're just stuck at level six because you're like, finally, I got level six perfect. You don't ever want to go to level seven because level seven means you're going to go back to a place of imperfection. So, you know, it's just, it comes back full circle to the idea of analysis paralysis. You're stuck in the same place, trying to perfect something. You may even have something perfected, but you may have a fear of putting it out there or actually completing and finalizing those steps because then you're back to having to do something new starting from a place of imperfection again or you're just constantly in that place of well even though this is pretty great this is amazing others might call this perfect i don't think it's perfect i know i could push it better i know i could do more and so instead of actually achieving anything and putting anything out there you're always stuck in that same place trying to perfect it more and more and more analysis paralysis and that is a huge issue that I myself had to work through at one point in my life. Something that I would hopefully, ideally, want to be able to guide my son away from. So he doesn't fall into those same pitfalls and those similar traps. You know, always trying to be perfect. Always trying to be what everybody else needs and never being what he needs himself. So the idea of perfection and perfectionism you know this this mentality that seems to have penetrated our society and causes so many to always want to not even on a competitive wave but just outdoing themselves to the point of not getting anything done is crippling and heartbreaking and it's a sad thing to see when you can see it in young ones so that brings us right back to the solution now to be quite honest i i can't say that i do have any particular solution i'm just talking about problems i recognize starting from problem i see with my son with the idea of always trying to try to be perfect in all that he does with his school and just trying to please me daddy or trying to please mommy trying to please everybody else he's trying to jimmy rig himself into this idea of the perfect being and we all are in unique creative individuals Nobody is perfect. There's no defined definition for what a perfect person is. And when I look at my son and I see that somewhere in his head, he's gotten this idea that he needs to be perfect. I'm guessing, or rather I'm assuming that perfect to him being never getting in trouble, never being disciplined. So that means eliminating all of these aspects, whether it's him talking back or him having attitude or him 
not always getting the answers right on his homework or him uh, not wanting to do these things, not wanting to do his reading and basic things like that. That's normal kid stuff. For me to see that it's something that he beats himself up over, but he can't help control, it just seems crazy to me. And then I have to recognize, well, where myself is that? Because everything in our reality, everything around us is really a, a reflection of ourselves. It all starts with us first. So I have to recognize that aspect in him and see where for me he's getting that. Whether it's me riding him and pushing him to keep working hard and to get better, to try to improve in his studies, or whether it's me disciplining him when he's acting inappropriate when we're out in public or disciplining him when he does something wrong so that he can learn better. The fact is there's something there there's some aspects that I'm doing, there's some ways that I'm contributing to his need to feel that he has to be perfect. And much the same way, those thoughts and ideas don't just come from him. He may also be getting it from myself because he sees me all the time when I get into work mode and I'm focused, I'm at the computer and I'm banging out consults or doing strategic strategies or whatever I may be working on at the moment. And he sees how serious and stern and focused I am. Or he may see how strict I may be with myself as far as trying to improve my health and get into shape. So being real strict and stern with or rigid with my diet or with my workout routine or with my meditation. He may see these things and, and feel like he has to try to mirror or copy that. Now daddy's far from perfect. And there are times where I, I will not even times. I often go in on myself whenever I fall short of things. Whenever I see my own shortcomings, I, I tend to go in on myself. And so I have to recognize that and, and figure out a way to be better to myself so that I can be a better example for my son so that I can also not end up projecting that need to be perfect onto him. So when you see, when you see the reflection of yourself in those around you, and in your environment all around you, you can start to recognize and identify things about yourself that you want to change. And that is something that I'm coming to terms with as far as wanting to change those aspects. You know, I used, like I said earlier, I used to deal with analysis paralysis and overthinking of things. And that's part of the reason why it's taken me so long to step forward with culture of dad. While I had the seed in mind for quite some time, I I so overthought the process, I decided to go back to school and get additional skill sets. Then it was, I, you know, I had to make sure the website was perfect and every article that I started to write and develop, how it had to be perfect to a level that I drove myself crazy and it would take me forever to be able to create something new. I couldn't create anything of value because I did not value anything I created. If it was not perfect, it had no value to me. Although it took time to reframe the way I see things and to really understand that what I create can be of value. And although it may not necessarily be perfect at that moment, if I could get it out there, it can bring value to others. 
and I can go in later and continue to improve it. Or I can improve the process and create something closer to what my ideal would be. Not necessarily perfect, but always striving for the best. Striving to put forward your best ideal. Striving to put forward your best work. You know, put forth your best foot, as that is the saying goes, right? Got to put your best foot forward. So, while that is admirable, it's always great to strive for excellence, to strive for your best. To become so rigid that the necessity becomes, it has to be perfect. And when perfect is not a realistic litmus to gauge things by, it becomes completely unhealthy. So I, I need to do better for myself so I can do better for my son. And I need to figure out a way to teach him to be better to himself. Because for a five, six-year-old kid to be under such duress and quite honestly disciplining himself and punishing himself to extents that me nor his mom or anybody else in his life feel is appropriate because he's picked up his own need for perfectionism is just a reminder for me to continue improving and working on my own aspects when it comes to that stuff. So, like I said, I don't have any answers for this particular issue, but it's just something that was on my mind. It was on my heart. I felt the need and the desire to share with you. I would love to know your thoughts. If you have thoughts on this, uh, this whole issue of perfection, perfectionism, you know, that perfectionist mind state and how that can be a hindrance in your, in people's lives and how that can also be something of value in the sense that it empowers us it gives us something to strive for to an extent but uh definitely feel free to leave some feedback come visit us at the site cultureofdad.com definitely drop a note if you like what you if you like what you listen to hit that subscribe um check out the future podcast we'll be back with more next week it's your boy zay i'm out